Married with Channels, a uh, podcast where a married couple talking about TV shows and movies. Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> Mostly TV shows, sometimes movies. Yeah. I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. And today we're talking about uh, I Care A Lot, the movie that is on Netflix, and the Hotel Cecil documentary, and we'll touch on Keenan. The cool. new uh, show from Keenan Thompson of Saturday Night Live. Let's start with I Care A Lot. Yeah. I had no idea what this was until, like, I think we finished the Hotel Cecil, and it was like a Friday night, and it's like, eh, okay, start this, check this out. Okay. I had seen a trailer for it, oh, probably about a month ago, and I thought it looked intriguing. Yeah. So, it was, um, it, it, you know, Rosamund Pike, you got the Dink, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Um... Chris Messina, I guess you could say. Diane Weiss, love yes, her. love her. She's, She's always so good. She is so good, yes. Um, and I think that's it as far as the big names, but I care a lot. Interesting story, and if, and if you don't know what it's about, basically this woman is a uh, legal guardian type philanderer, uh, grifter. Yes, where she Con takes, artist. Yeah, you know, she's got a doctor in her pocket, and they kind of go to the courts and say, this old lady can't take care of herself. I need to be your legal guardian. She ends up bilking them out of all their money and housing and, you know. so Sticks them in nursing homes to be yeah, forgotten about, pretty much. Essentially set them down so they can suck them dry. Yes. They take their houses, their belongings, yeah. all kinds of things. This This is a... Big scam artist. Yeah, but I care a lot. Fascinating. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought it was too. Interesting story. Well done. Well acted. Um, got some action. You got some. You got some cool badass stuff in there. Peter Dinklage is great. Yes. Um, he's just so good in everything. Yes. That's not even counting the Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm. I'm a fan. I like his work. He was totally believable as this character. And that, for me, is the true testament of a good role. Is I, f- I forget that you're playing it. So, yeah. Yeah. Got immersed in this one. But the uh, just a fascinating journey. And, you know, you don't even... Th- it's one of those things, like, I felt like I learned something and I was entertained. And it was satisfying. Yeah. You know, like, the whole guardianship grifter thing i i I, i'm pretty sure is true because i read where the writer director of this saw an article about it and that's what inspired him to write the movie yeah and it's like oh my god yeah and what was interesting about this movie is as we said last night when we were finishing it up it's uh you know about the start of the third act they started to make it seem like we're supposed to root for rosamund pike yeah. And her girlfriend, the essentially the bad guys. And I found myself doing that. Did you kind of too? Like No. <laughs> not caught, at all. I did for a little bit. I caught myself, but I did find myself like, Oh, I hope they get out of this. I hope they escape. I hope they you know and then I was like, Wait a minute, what am I thinking? This no. <laughs> yeah. They're bad people, you know. Not not me. The whole time I was hoping they were gonna get killed by Dinklage and yeah. his crew and Yeah. <laughs> and I was because I was almost getting kind of piss like oh man they're gonna make trying to make them the good guys no yeah yeah. you know they're scam artists who steal from elderly people and their families and no but it um 
and then he, you know, spoiler alert, the uh, stuff with Dinklage towards the end, she kind of gets the hand up on him. And you're like, oh, damn it. They're going to get away with it. Yeah. But then it has kind of a twist that was very satisfying. Couple twists, maybe. Yeah. And, uh, and it ended up kind of uh, satisfying. And I say that in a way that I'm not, and this is kind of spoilery. I'm not happy somebody died, but satisfying in that eh, they got what they reaped. Yeah. They uh, reaped what they sowed. Is that right? Yeah. They, yeah. You reap what you sow. Yeah. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. um, Yeah. I was worried they were going to get away with it too. And I was like, this movie's going to disappoint me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that's kind of spoilerish, I guess. Yeah. Sorry, bad guys. But it's a, it's a great movie. It's a good pace. There's no dull moments. Um, It seems like every scene is vital. Yeah. To the overall movie. I agree. There's no, there's no wasted time. I agree. Everything was important to the content. And even some of those side roles, you know, these these bad people can't run their scam without some of these supporting characters. And so that was kind of kind of interesting, too. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I care a lot. Great movie. Watched on Netflix. Definitely need to check it out. Yeah. And real quick, Chris Messina, who played the lawyer Dean. Yeah. That guy, uh, he's always been kind of like bothersome to me. Like, I just, he just felt like he was acting. Mm. But this was the first role with him that I was like, oh boy, he's nailing it. Mm. Like, he really acted the shit out of this. Sure. And not in like an I'm acting way, but in like a, I believed him as that character. But sure. So, yeah, I care a lot. Anything else on that? Um, I like the doctor, Alicia Witt. She, um, I haven't seen her in some stuff in a long time, but um, yeah, she's one of those supporting characters in this. And also Damian Young, he is amazing. He he kind of played the nursing home director in this movie. I think that's his title, but yeah, he's great too. So just some of those supporting characters had small but vital roles in this movie. So and they they did a great job with it as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Let's move on to Hotel Cecil. Yeah. The um, documentary series, I forget what the full title is, but it's about the Hotel Cecil in, in Skid Row in Los Angeles and how uh, Elisa Lamb, a Canadian Lamb. woman, went missing. And um, there's probably going to be some spoilers here, just FYI. The full title is Crime Scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Produced by Ron Howard in... Uh, his producing partner, who I'm drawing a blank on. Grazer, Brian Grazer. Interesting story. Very. And, uh, you know, they paint this hotel, Hotel Cecil. It's in Skid Row as this cursed, almost ghostly type hotel that many people have died at. A lot of bad stuff has gone down there. You know, and initially when they started, when we started this documentary... You know, that's how they painted it. Yeah. Um, but after about the second episode, you're like, well, of course bad shit went down here. It's <laughs> in the middle of the ghetto. Yeah. And they have like, you know, daily rate rooms where, you know, people who are, and they even mention this, like just out of jail or whatever. Yeah. So there's going to be some bad stuff there. Like if it was a hotel in the middle of 
Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. and it was a lot of bad stuff going down, then I'd be like, well, that's, that's what's going Intriguing. on Intriguing, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to belittle it, but it's just kind of like, well, of course bad shit's going to happen here. Sure. I mean, it, it's... It's essentially LA's homeless population is all kind of concentrated there. And that yeah. just happens to be where this hotel is. Um, so, yeah, kind of, it's also kind of a sad reflection on homelessness in America. I think sometimes we overlook that, us mm-hmm. with our creature comforts, and, you know, we're not sheltering in a tent on the street. So, you know, it, it kind of sheds a light on some of that too. And, you know, my personal opinion is we have a lot of work to do in that department. Um, so, yeah. you know, these places that are available to them to find shelter, um, you know, they're kind they're necessary, even though they're kind of problematic. Y- you do need them. You need someplace, you know, you need shelter for people to go, um, to have, you know, running water, a shower, things like that. So, you know, even though it was kind of a seedy hotel, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, I can see why it wasn't demolished and torn down. But throughout this documentary, I was like, how are they still in business? Like, you know how restaurants, you get so many violations, they're going to shut you down. I don't know how this particular hotel with its seedy history was allowed to continue Yeah, for so long. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And so it kind of shows the history of the hotel, which I liked, and the neighborhood itself, which I also liked. Um, but then it goes along and follows the case, the vanishing of Elisa Lamb, which in and of itself was very interesting. And I kind of recall seeing the video circulating, but I don't know if I really heard about that case or followed it Um, it, as it was unfolding in real life, I guess. Yeah, I never heard of it until the documentary. Okay. But um yeah, it's uh it's it's interesting. It just boils down to a woman with mental health issues. Yeah. Who didn't stay on her meds and it ended up killing her. But uh it, it, it's some interesting stuff brought up like the web sleuth things yes. and how, you know, the one black metal guy who Everybody assumed he killed her because uh, he's got face paint on and he does black metal. That poor guy. He was just trying to do his art and people made his life really tough for him. I know. And that part made me sad. The The mental health aspect made me sad because, you know, a lot of times people with mental health issues, you know, end up in the law enforcement system, not really where they belong. They're, we don't have a good um you know landing net for people with mental health issues and this one ended up in tragedy and it just really really made me sad yeah there's a lot of like sad here yeah obviously the woman yeah it's not a feel good yeah Yeah. it's not a feel good documentary but she lost her life and you've got the the revelations about skid row and how that's essentially like la's dumping ground for the homeless and but as far as the documentary, you know, pretty good, pretty concise, um, interesting perspective from the lead investigators and, you know, the the hotel manager gal who is like Bizarro Kim Wexler from Better Call Saul, <laughs> who you love, by the way. Yes. 
You think she's kind of a kooky. I think she's just kind of kooky. I think you kind of probably have to be to work in a place like that. And she did. She showed up and tried to make the best of it. And it was kind of like, girl, you got to be crazy to show up here every day and try to make it this nice, great hotel. <laughs> you know, like she was there for 10 years. It's kind of delusional of her to act like she's coming to work at the Ritz every day, you know? Yeah, like, I like how she like gets her pearls on and her high heels. Yep, comes walking right through Skid Row to come to work every day, scared, but she does it. You know what's interesting is that hotel, they did that whole stay on the main, where they essentially, yeah. they had two different lobbies, areas. One was for the, we'll say Skid Row people. Yeah. And one was for the trendy... I'm uh, I'm from Canada and I want to stay in this cool like LA hotel, stay yeah. in the main. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, and they went through all that effort to like cordon off the lobby into two separate lobbies and yeah. do the whole like branding and you know trendy you know furnishings here and there. Yeah, but you still had to ride elevators with yeah. people who've pissed their pants and are high on meth. Yeah, still common <laughs> common elevator bank there. So like. You, he, he yeah. didn't, didn't think that all the way not through. Not quite. We had to make uh, sacrifices somewhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was interesting. They tried to kind of rebrand it, repackage it. I'm sure it kind of, you know, gave it a little bit new life and brought some revenue in to kind of save them for oh, a yeah. while, you know. Yeah, they said it helped them quite a bit. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's just a sad story. And when they, when they searched the hotel, the police. Yeah. I... I, I'm I'm surprised, but I guess I'm not surprised they didn't look in the water tanks. Yeah, I guess you probably wouldn't think that somebody would climb up them and get in them or be in them. I and, mean, and it blows my mind that those don't have locks on them. Well, I bet they do now. I mean, that she the the cuckoo manager lady kind of said that like no one locked their water tanks then. They sure do now, you know. And but it's like there's access to the roof. I Anybody know. who gets on the fire. I know firewalk what uh, fire escape fire escape yeah. can get up there i know to I mean, me to yeah. me that's a huge safety thing anyway anyone can get up there anyone can fall off the roof like n they should not have roof access at yeah. all no agreed um, it's weird i did love the peek behind the curtain you brought up the investigative process and instead of just kind of presenting us with the facts of like the autopsy report or the police report i like that they brought those people in to kind of here's the justification for for why these reports look like this for our thought process for this and i loved kind of that peek inside the curtain of that mm -hmm. world because you know it, it, the internet sleuths could have made you know our uh, those officials kind of bad guys in this whole deal but now that you kind of see like well here's why we did it this way here's what we did here's our thought process on this item or that item and you know you could see where if you were just presented with black and white facts, such as a report or an autopsy report, you could kind of see why the internet sleuths lost their imaginations and ran wild with it, you know? No, they didn't lose their imaginations. <laughs> their imaginations got amplified by it. Yeah. And that's another thing with the web sleuth crap. You know, it's another good reason, a testament to why I get being interested and wanted to kind of dig in and maybe help out. Yeah. But there, I think there's a certain limit. Like at some point, these people are missing that button or that flag that comes up and says, wait, I'm not a trained investigator. Right. And there's a reason there's due process and protocols for 
detectives and investigations. Yeah. I'm some guy in Keokuk, Iowa with an internet connection. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like the whole, like, oh, why is the autopsy report taking so long? It must be a cover-up by the LAPD. It's like, whoa. Or maybe that's what an investigation of this type of death requires, you know? Like, yeah. You don't know. You're not a coroner. You're not a medical examiner. You know, maybe do some research into that. <laughs> yeah, it's just they... Yeah. They just get too wrapped up in their own... You know, it's like they vomit up stuff, and the other person slurps up their vomit. It's that mob mentality. Yeah. Then everybody joins in. They're like, "Yeah, you're onto something here." You know? Yeah, you know, it's like the the video. It's like the the elevator. See how it the footage skips yeah. when the door closes. It's like, well, you know, they probably don't have the best video system. They yeah. probably skipped a frame because the frame rate was. <laughs> You know, it's like that's state of the art stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. People just like they just want to they they see something and they go with it. They don't stop and go. Now wait, maybe it's right. this. Maybe it's that. Right. They're like, oh well, I'm we gotta run with this. Yeah, that yeah. footage skip. There's something going on here. Type, yeah. type, 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 type. Well, and I think one of the investigators addressed that. You know, like there are certain things they didn't want to leak out to the public. You know, like he said the 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 date timestamp was probably blurred because they didn't want people to know the exact time she was in the elevator you know so you as an outsider internet sleuth person you don't know that part you're just making some assumptions and so yeah i think it can be a tool like for good you know maybe some cases have been solved that way wasn't the um don't fuck with cats solved by internet sleuths. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes they can use those powers and do some good. And then other times it's just imaginations have run amok and yeah, wild yeah, yeah. here, you know? No, it's like, I don't know. It, it almost seems like there'd be maybe some benefit to a law enforcement community, uh, you know, doing a, like, a Hey, you want to be a web sleuth? Here's what you need to know. Here's what you you shouldn't be doing. Hey, that's probably a good idea. Almost like Crime Stopper training, you know. Yeah. If you're gonna be a, if you're gonna be a, a a citizen in your neighborhood watch, you should probably, you know, have some basics on what to do and. Yeah, and I think basically, you know, you just. It probably won't work. You're almost like encouraging vigilante type yeah, stuff. Yeah, maybe so. But. I don't know. There seems like there could be something there. Like, hey, if you're interested in a case, uh, don't do this. Keep in mind that. You know, stuff like that. Here's the thing. Go get a criminal justice degree. If you're that into it, you are all in. You spend months of your life analyzing evidence, reports, you know. Go get a criminal justice degree. Use that. If that is, you know, instincts are good. Detective skills are good. You know, but you do need that background info on, you know, what is evidence? What is fact? Here's how we came about those items, you know? Yeah. That that background insider knowledge. Go watch a YouTube video at least. (laughs) Totally. You could learn everything on YouTube. Is that it for Cecil? Hotel Cecil? Yeah. I really liked it. Check it out. It's a good documentary. Yeah. Interesting interesting. story. Moving on to Keenan. But first, a uh, quick uh, check with our sponsor, Honey. You know, saving some money on some stuff. Did I tell you what I bought and saved money on? 
What? What'd you wait? Am I going to be mad about this purchase? No, because it has saved a bunch of money because of honey. Uh huh. Save yeah. money because of honey. That should okay, be a thing. Okay, well, I mean, I believe you, but am I still going to be mad about this purchase? No. It's okay, a webcam. Cool. Webcam. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like 40 bucks retail, but with the honey, uh, it was, uh, <clears throat> you know, the honey plug-in. It's 27 bucks. So how, I don't have the honey plug-in. How do I get that? What do you, how do you get that? You have it on your phone. That's super easy. What a coincidence that you ask, Jody. <laughs> no, for real. I don't have it, and I feel like I need this in my life. Um, well, you just go to joinhoney.com slash married and get it for free. goes in any uh, browser, plugs in, and uh, when you're shopping, uh, as you're shopping, it'll, it'll let you know that, hey, there's, there's some coupons here, some discounts. Or you just click on it and it'll search for you. That's cool. Yeah. Easy. That's how I did it with the, uh, with the webcam. Cool. Super easy. That, yeah. Awesome. Over, over 30,000 stores online. And uh, so, yeah, if you want to save money like we did on the webcam, get the Honey plug-in. Go to joinhoney.com slash married. It's save with Honey. Keenan is, um, you know, Keenan Thompson, SNL. I'm not a fan of his. You're not a fan of his. Yes. And came upon this. I had to watch this for, you know, former work responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I watched it and I was surprised by how much I liked it. I didn't love it. Right. I liked it. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Like it has. I, a, it it kind of surprised me too. I yeah, thought, yeah. Okay. I'll watch this stupid show sorry but yeah no it was uh like i said you're not a fan of keenan thompson i'm not it's well let me clarify yeah he forever on snl drove me nuts because and he drives you nuts for a different reason yeah but all his stuff is the same okay there isn't a lot of like nuance to when he does one impression or one character over another yeah that's my feeling that being said i like keenan thompson I think he's, I think he's somewhat, you know, enjoyable. I just don't think his work on SNL is that good. Yeah. So on SNL, it drove me nuts because he always had kind of that goofy grin on his face. Like he was just so amused by himself and the Mm. joke that was about to come out that he just could not contain his goofy smile all the time. Right. So, you know, when, when they break character on there, sometimes it's okay, but if they're doing it all the time or, you know, he's just kind of standing there with that smile slapped on his face all the time it just drove me crazy yeah he's um it seems like he's more built for the scripted comedy and not the live yeah because go ahead i'm sorry i was gonna say this this was totally better for me i i have come around on keenan and i think this was a good fit here i thought i thought it was a good role and i thought it was funny and i thought it was a good show yeah it it has it, it reminds me of a couple things. Mm-hmm. It, it's like Modern Family meets Thirty Rock, mm. and, and and there's a lot of overlap there in that they both have that kind of snappy, mm-hmm. kind of quick witted, and also there's no laugh track. Mm-hmm. If there's a laugh track on this, there's no way we'd be talking about this. I hate those shows, but sure. anyway. Um. So yeah, it's the writing's pretty good. I think I like Don Johnson's characters, yeah. kind of like the grandpa. And, yeah. 
I don't know if you noticed that one scene where they're outside and he gets a phone call. And he's like, I want a cruise. Yes. Okay. Yeah. My social security number. Yeah. Then as he he's walks totally off. getting scammed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. I liked some of those little nuanced comedy things like, oh, ha, ha, he's getting scammed. Yeah. The cruise. The, you want a free cruise. Right. No. And it's, um, and it also had some heart. Yeah. You know, it's, and this is the pilot. So they got to set up the universe here. Yeah. Where, He's a widower with two daughters, and Don Johnson's the father of his now-deceased wife. Yeah. His brother is, like, his manager and a party animal, and, you know, he, and I also like that I'm kind of a sucker for shows that are set in either radio, TV news, or, you know, broadcasting. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like Newsroom, I thought, sucked. Yeah. Because it was a little preachy, but I like watching, you know... I just like watching those shows. Oh, yeah. So that kind of adds to it for me, too. Plus, the writing's good and the performances are pretty good. Yeah. I liked, you know, it's dealing with grief. That's a complicated subject that everybody handles it differently. And, you know, there's all these, like, expectations and, you know, here's the steps and the stages. But everybody has to kind of go through that differently and in their own way and so you know anytime you can talk about it you know joke about it whatever bring it to light i think that's important because i'm pretty sure almost everybody has dealt with grief at some point in their life yeah you know a loss of something along the way so it, it's something that's hardly ever talked about and a lot of people just kind of go through it personally but it's nice that shows are kind of bringing it to light and actually exploring the subject in different ways like humor and you know mm -hmm. some heart but yeah yeah uh, funny um at the heart and uh i can't really think of anything bad about keenan um i was gonna say a couple here we go <laughs> Um, just minor things. Visually, at first, it took a little bit of getting used to. And I don't know, you know, it, it wasn't quite like sitcom cinematography. I'm not sure. How, I, I'm probably not using proper terminology to describe it. But it was just a little bit different visually for me. I got used to it and I, it kind of settled. I don't know. But something was kind of off at the beginning of the pilot well it was very much um that's why i bring up modern family and 30 rock they're both that kind of comedy that's what is it is it single camera yeah it's like kind of a single camera shot as opposed to multi-camera multi-camera is yeah. like your standard sitcom right. everybody loves raymond yep um and this is like on film and there's no laugh track yeah so I don't know what that's called sure. other than single camera. Okay. That 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 explains it. I think you kind of hit it. Um, the other thing I had trouble understanding the little girls sometimes, what they were saying. Yeah. Their pacing is quick, and it would kind of register after the joke. Like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what she said. So I had a hard time kind of hearing them, understanding them. Sure. But that's what old people like me need subtitles for yeah, exactly. <laughs> captions please turn them on we should do a podcast about sound mixing and how it's oh. evolved over the years sure. and 
Maybe not. Maybe that's a Patreon thing. That's an audio nerd for you thing. (laughs) Well, I mean, I would come prepared with some articles and some other, because it's not just me. Oh, look at you. I'd be like, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) Bottom bottom line is the sound is not as good as it used to be on TV and movies. Like Uh, The dialogue has been buried in in favor of, it's the Christopher Nolan effect. But anyway, back to Keenan. Good show. Yeah. And I, I liked it. And uh, I'll check it out again, I think. Yep. You know, why not? Sure. Is that all that we got? Yeah, I was going to say, if listeners want to suggest something for us to watch, we aren't hitting what's hot, let us yeah. know. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, make sure to uh, share this podcast, tell your friends, all that good stuff, too. Yeah, get your Honey plug in for your web browser. Go to joinhoney.com slash married got our own promo code that's so yeah cool. uh married with channels podcast talking tv shows and the occasional movie yeah uh, make sure you like us subscribe and uh we'll see you next time uh, until then i'm moose and i'm jody bye bye